For the past few seasons, I've looked forward to this time of year when we harvest my very favorite fruit, Asian persimmons. Welcome to Longleaf Breeze, subsistence farmers using three simple principles, approaching but never reaching subsistence. It's got to be fun while we're doing it, and we don't make all misstatements. And now, Lee and Amanda Borden. Thanks, Adrian. Welcome to our podcast of October the 2nd, 2014. You know, when we first started this adventure, I don't think either one of us knew what an Asian persimmon was. I had no clue. This is, when I say my favorite fruit... It's my new favorite fruit, sort of like my new best friend. You know, it's um, all my life I had known I loved peaches and pears and apples and blueberries, but and strawberries. But I never knew that a pers- something called a persimmon could taste this good. Now, I I think you did. I know I did have the experience as a southern child growing up and having somebody say, "Hey, you want a persimmon?" And you bite into it. And what passes for persimmons in the South is called the American persimmon or the common persimmon. And it's about the size of a small golf ball. And you bite into it and it will turn your mouth inside out really? with the astringency of it. Yes, it's, it's about having, like having a big old dose of alum in your mouth, you know, that... Uh, most disagreeable. Just, yeah, most disagreeable. It's Astringent is, a, is one way of putting it. <laughs> yes, that's a very kind, yes. generous term for it. So if somebody said the word persimmon to me growing up, I had no interest in it. No, not, don't want to do that. I think we did learn that if you took them, harvested from the tree and put it on a counter somewhere, you know, let it sit out for a while until they got really soft and mushy, they're okay, right? Well, and we've since learned that uh, common persimmons will ripen on the tree so that you can bite into them and eat them. If they're soft and mushy. But you have to let them get really soft and mushy. And I don't care for that consistency. I guess for baking or something it'd be okay, but I don't. Pick, pick, pick. But, well, let's t- we're here to talk about <laughs> Asian persimmons that have a lovely consistency when they're ripe enough to eat. When we were uh, learning all about fruit, one of our gurus for that was Arlie Powell, who works with his son Jason at Petals from the Past near uh, near Jemison. And Arlie had a lot to say about the Asian persimmon, talked it up, uh, let us taste it. Oh, yes. And we said, oh, wow, <laughs> that's a different experience. That made a believer much more pleasant. Of, uh, that made a believer of me, the, the first taste. I said, yeah, this is great. And the, it is a lovely consistency when it's ripe. It's just not, it's firm, but it's not, um, you know, hard, like a hard pear or something. And uh, But it tastes just as sweet as any other fruit. And it's a very mild sweetness. It, mm-hmm. It's Difficult to explain. You just have to taste it, but it is very pleasant. Um, I would call it slightly tangy, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is a, it's a delicious fruit. Um, they've been grown for thousands of years in Asia. Um, and the rest of the world calls what we call Asian persimmons khaki or khaki. Khaki, K-I-K-I, K-A-K-I. 
Um, and But we call them Asian persimmons here, and they are delicious. They have firm flesh. Uh, the, the skin is a little tough, almost like leather. Um, but not too. But not just. It's not distractingly. No, tough. and, and you can you can bite into it mm-hmm. and and enjoy it. They have this beautiful star pattern. If you cut across a persimmon, and they don't have any seeds, it's the perfect fruit. <laughs> um, and actually, one can bake with them because whenever um, Arlie Powell. And uh, I'm sure his wife has a lot to do with the, the cooking of this and others. But they all, when he'll have one of those tours of his orchard where you can sample Asian persimmons, they usually offer a dish baked with Asian persimmon. Like cobbler yeah, or an, pie. Or, or a tart or something. It was or something jam sweet. Or something Very like good. That. Very tasty. They stay on the tree until after the leaves have fallen. The persimmons are our last fruit. You know, we're very focused on lengthening our fruit season, starting with strawberries in, that can bear as early as mid-March, all the way through, and persimmons bring up the rear. They're the caboose of the fruit season. Although it does look as though we might have some late figs when I look at our fig Production. You know the the difference is, and we noticed this last year. We you can you can be lured into thinking those figs are going to bear late, when in fact they just stay green, and then the fr- the frost gets them. Oh well, that'll be unfortunate. But we have some that look promising, and I know this is about persimmons. But you're right; it, it just because of the cold tolerance factor, the persimmons yes. are the last ones. And. We've not actually tested this because we've never had that many persimmons on the tree, honestly. But um, we've been told that persimmons can stay on the tree right through a light first frost. So a Halloween frost, for example, where you come along at the end of October and it dips down to 31 degrees or something like that, because of the sugar content... They don't get ruined by that light frost. Well, that's um, good to know. Should should we have a freaky early frost or something this year? That'd be good to know. We'll have some fruit. Yeah, they uh, will peak in a couple of weeks. We're we're already able to harvest some persimmons. Hence the reason we're talking about this on the podcast this week. Uh, but they won't really peak until a week or two from now, somewhere in mid October. That's sort of their um, favorite time. Yes, we've had a few already, and then you can look out at our trees, the ones that are bearing, and see this beautiful, they're sort of at a, an, a light orange color right now, yeah. and you want to wait till they get to be a deep orange red. Not all the way red, like a tomato. Once they look like a tomato, they're too mushy, they're too mushy. but you want to catch them at just that right moment. Uh, the way you propagate an, an Asian persimmon, at least here in the South, is you have to graft it. If you simply try to grow a persimmon from seed, for starters, we don't get any seeds. And also, they tend to not be very hardy. Hmm. So you have to graft it onto a common persimmon rootstock, and then you can have a tree that will stand up. Um, Doesn't take a lot of fertilizing, doesn't take a lot of pest control. It just sits there and does its thing. Now, we do have a little bit of a problem. We have three 
Fuyu persimmons and three Wasi Fuyu. Right now, our Wasi Fuyu are producing much better than the Fuyu. And one of the Fuyu looks kind of sickly. It looks like it may not make it. Mm. Um, so we'll see. And so if we were to graft, we probably would graft from the Wasis <laughs> yes. rather than from the Fuyu. They certainly have come on stronger. You mentioned that the, they're not too susceptible to pests, but we have had some uh, pests out there in the orchard that are affecting both the persimmons and the muscadines. Those bug, those are, are the bugs on the persimmons? Mm-hmm. I had not noticed that. Yeah, that we have some. Okay. So um, now that may be, it could be that it would be worse if we you had a, you didn't have root stock that was sturdier. You know, okay. we don't know. but And we're getting persimmons, so I'm not complaining about that. I'm just, and we're organic. So, you know, should we have a big problem with pests, we're going to have to uh, think of what we can do about that. But, um, but right now, um, I'm thinking... I'm agreeing with what you're saying about hopefully grafting another couple of trees. As a matter of fact, we have at least two native persimmon trees, common persimmons, on this property. Yeah, the uh, deer fence for Veg Hill is actually anchored on one of our larger uh, persimmon trees, a common persimmon, and it keeps dropping those persimmons in the vegetable the, garden. The kind that we don't like, yes. Well, I, I don't say we dislike them, but they're, they cannot compete with the Asian persimmons, no. let's just be honest. And then just this week, we discovered a common persimmon tree that's right by the driveway and real handy. And we just noticed it, it the other day. Absolutely. And that smaller one, I think, is a great candidate for grafting. Just trying our hand at it. Yeah, we have to, first we'd have to root it. And then. Um, well, we just, you don't want to leave it where it is? No, I think you'd be. probably want to get some root stock in a pot that you use for grafting. That, that would Maybe. be my guess. Well, we can talk about that because I'm, I have this vision of just the tree's already established. Leave it where it is. Try putting a graft on there and see how it does. Yeah. See what it takes. The one thing to think about with with persimmons, they are prolific. Once a, an Asian persimmon tree gets, oh, I should say that it takes them about three to five years to bear. Ours took, well, three. they're all three to four the years Wasi old Fuyu now. The Wasi Fuyu has taken two to three. Yeah. The Fuyu should have been bearing by now. Well, maybe, maybe not. You know, if, if we think three to five, yeah, they maybe not. They haven't yeah. cleared five years yet. No, they haven't. So, but but think in terms of three to five years that you're going to be sitting there watching it grow and not getting any fruit at all. Then when the the tree begins to bear, you're excited. And then when the tree gets bigger, those persimmons, which are heavy fruit, tend to weigh it down. Arlie at Petals from the Past has a lot of difficulty keeping his persimmon trees from breaking off a branch. He has some huge trees there now. Last time I looked. Well, they're certainly bigger than ours. Yes. And he uses all manner of props and sticks and so forth to, to keep his branches from breaking off. We started from the beginning. And when Arlie was explaining what he had to do with all of that, I said, has anybody ever tried trellising persimmons? And he said, 
no, but it probably would be a good idea. Well, we were designing an orchard from whole cloth, so we decided, okay, let's just put our, our persimmons on a trellis. So we, all six of our Asian persimmon trees are trellised. They're on a two-line um, aircraft cable trellis that has lines at five and seven feet. So we're trying to train those persimmons to that two-line trellis in hopes of using it to help support the branches. And so far, so good. They're on the so trellis. far, so good, but they're very small. Yes. You know, as the trees get bigger, uh, it will be harder and harder to keep maximizing production while maintaining that. And we may end up doing the same kind of stick prop thing that Arley, Arley is. It's worth it because they're good. Yeah. If, <laughs> you know, now that we know, and food, uh, persimmon trees do grow rather slowly. You know, if you're looking for it to grow as fast as, say, an apple tree would or something like that, I think you'll be disappointed. Uh, but they, but the, when they grow, they are fairly hardy. So, mm -hmm. And I might add that if you go to um, a farmer's market or a grocery store or any place that they sell Asian persimmons, they're expensive. So if you can grow your own... That's a very smart investment. And the thing is, I don't see why a person, you don't, if you don't have a place to put up a big trellis, you could grow one in a suburban neighborhood as long as the tree gets sunlight. Yeah, you need just full sun. put it out in your yard. I mean, that would be my, we paid probably, what, $36 for a tree at Pebbles. Yeah, they were not cheap. They're not cheap trees, but if you really like the taste of these fruits, then it'll pay for itself on and, down the road. And we can sort of guarantee you you're going to like the taste of these yes. fruits. We haven't had anyone come visit us and to sample this who has not liked it. And this time of year, it's our favorite fruit to let other people taste because it's a novelty. Mm -hmm. Most people have already tasted a muscadine, already tasted a pear, uh, but a, a lot of people have never tasted an Asian persimmon. Right. And like you say, we haven't had anybody say, yep, um, never tasted it before, probably never will. Um, Everybody who tastes it likes it. So, you know, that's, that's, it's something that we want to recommend to people. But we have, out of six trees that we planted, I did not realize this Fuyu was looking sickly, but we lost one, I'd say, within the first year. And now this other problem. So that's not a very good batting average when you pay $36 for a tree. Good point. So I don't know, you know. Why I am I saying they're hardy? Yeah, um, we don't well, know. For most people, they are, and those that have done well have done very well. But you're right; we have we did have one die early on, and now this one is looking a little poorly. But the one that you planted to replace the one that had died is doing well. Yes, it is. So um, it could have just been a fluke or something. We don't know. But the point is, um, do your own research. Decide if you think it's worth the time, energy, and money. Um, we think it is because we like those fruits. We love them. They're, like you said at the outset, I think that it has become our favorite fruit. We won't get nearly the volume of the persimmons that we get, say, of the muscadines or something like that. But, boy, the ones we get are delicious. And we look forward to having enough of them that we can start doing things like uh, persimmon cobbler and 
have persimmons in a salad and that sort of thing. Well, and as a matter we of fact, have a salad I did yesterday. yesterday, and it's a beautiful accent to a salad, even if you don't have a lot of them. I made a fruit salad for when my mom and some of her friends came to visit, and it had, you know, the usual colors of fruit that, you, you know, a little green honeydew, a little green grapes, red watermelon, I had a little white pear in there, but that bright I was bright, dark, bright to dark orange. Again, kind of a hard color to describe. Um, just stood out and just made it beautiful. So um, we sound as if we could just be on the uh, promotion advisory board. Yeah, right. Promotion council or something for persimmons, but um, we for Asian persimmons that is. But we hope that if you haven't done a lot with these before, we maybe have piqued your interest about it. And we encourage you to try it. Uh, like you, like we say, it's a little bit more expensive tr- when you buy the tree, but we think you'll be glad you did. Enjoyed visiting with you today. Look forward to uh, next week, although we will be doing it without Amanda. You're making a trip out to California to take care of your grandsons. I am looking forward to seeing children and grandchildren, so that'll be fun. So, yes, we don't want you to think anything weird is going on if I'm not here, but you will be, and you'll have a special surprise We hope. Uh, we'll, we're topic. sort of putting things together, trying to figure out what we can do in Amanda's absence, but we will look forward to visiting with you in any event. Take care. We'll visit with you next week. You've been listening to Longleaf Breeze with Lee and Amanda Borden. You can call the farm at 334-625-8682. Send email to letters at longleafbreeze.com. Our address is P.O. Box 780-446, Tallahassee, Alabama, 36078. Visit us at longleafbreeze.com to learn more about the farm, to browse our archive, and to look over our planting database. You can also read the daily farm log and check in with Lee and Amanda. That's longleafbreeze.com.